0: So, I mean, I guess we what we stumbled upon each other on TikTok and reached out and kind of connected. And um, I just think your story is super cool. And I like that um, you're so open about your journey. And I thought that it would be fun to have you on here with like a couple of the things that Kirby's been going through lately and being more open about it and like having a lot of people ask us questions about how it's affected our relationship and such. And um, just thought you'd be a cool person to talk to and ask you about your experience and kind of just hear your whole journey, so I guess just like tell us tell us all about it.
1: Um, so my name is Blaine. Um I mean on Tik or on TikTok it's the name is Blaine. That's how what it is on like Instagram and everything I think too. But uh um I mean I'm thirty two. I came out as trans when I was twenty nine, so it's really just coming up on three years. So um I mean, but I'm sure I've gotten a lot of the questions that like you guys are getting, you know, now so I feel like I mean, not that I have, like, can give you advice or anything, just, you know, how, how I handled things or whatever, you know, which I think is awesome. But I mean, I decided to be open for things like this, you know, because I want to help people. I want to normalize it. You know, I don't want, you know, people, like, trans people aren't, you know, just these fucking weirdos. Like, we're just normal people. We're just trying to live, you know. So, yeah, so that, that's why I'm open. That's why I do what I do. So, so
2: for me, coming out non-binary was a big... It wasn't like the the biggest realization because obviously, like I kind of felt that inside, and it just started to um, come to surface more. But like, what was your journey like? I'm curious to know what was your journey like um, as far as how open, like how out you were. Like, did you have a a stage and like a series of you came out first as you know? I, I hate fucking labels, so I hate to even just yeah, like no, yeah, no, start no, with it. labels, yeah. but like so, set it up a little bit.
1: So when I, I I came out as, since I was born female, I came out as a lesbian before anything, which wasn't hard for me because I actually, I have two older sisters and um, one of them is a lesbian. So like, it kind of was easy for me. Like at that point, I think I was like, I don't know, 15 or 16 when I like said it to my family, but I feel like everybody like already knew, you know, um, then I didn't, cause where I grew up it was like a really not like a small town, but like, not very diverse at all. You know what I mean? So I didn't have like the language to really know what transgender was. All I had was what was on TV. And it was always like a joke. You know what I mean? So I never I didn't know it was really even like a thing, you know. So until like, probably my 20s. And I like, um, sorry, I like met a couple people or whatever. And I, I had like so much internalized transphobia, transphobia, where I thought I was like, you know, I had pride in, like, being a lesbian, like, a butch lesbian, like, that's what I thought, you know what I mean, like, that's what I thought it was, and then um, I was 27, 28, when I got a therapist, and then um, he kind of was able, he was, like, an LGBT therapist, or whatever, he was kind of able to, like, pull it out of me, and, like, make it all make sense to me, like, why you know, I would, like, feel some types of way in, like, certain situations, and... um, But, like,
2: pause for a minute, like, what were you, like, what were things, like, what are some things that you might have been feeling, or, like, I don't know, just, like, you look, like, 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 you look back, and you're, like, how did I not know, how did I not see this? I mean, like,
1: I look at my childhood, you know, pictures and stuff of, like, my childhood, and I don't understand how my family, but, like, then again, like, they weren't educated in things either, so, like, they didn't necessarily know, you know what I mean, so... Um, but like just how I used to dress and there was like times where I would, um, like, cause I cut my hair cause I had long hair forever up until probably like a year or two before I like came out as trans. And then I would like get mistaken. Like people would say like he and stuff before I even came out and it would like, it wouldn't like bother me, but it would like make me, I don't know. It would like something inside just like felt, I don't know, it was like different. So then that's what I would like talk to my therapist about and stuff. And, um. He was like, you know, did you ever think, you know, and then so I just started coming out, like, to my friends and stuff, like having them call me Blaine and say he you know what I mean, before I like, even like started hormones or anything, you know, just like see how it felt. And um, that's when it kind of like, just got was really quick for me kind of after that, like, I was able to start hormones, like, because where I was from, um, in Wisconsin, Planned Parenthood does it and it was like really easy to like get the ball rolling with that. So Um, I did that and then it was, I didn't come out like publicly, I guess, like on like Facebook and stuff until like the day I started hormones because I wanted to make sure everything like my body was going to be fine, you know, like everything was going to be okay before I like actually came out to everybody. So yeah, so it kind of was within like, I want to say like a year, year and a half of me, like realizing like this is who I am of when I like started getting the ball rolling and everything.
0: Were you scared to make it public?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just because, like, I know my family's cool. Like, I have, I got really lucky with, like, my family. Like, my parents are cool. My sisters are cool. Like, everybody's cool. But I was just worried because of the lack of education. Like, I didn't know, because I know my parents are very ignorant to things, and, like, they still are, and, but they have gotten so much better. So, I was just worried, like, how they would take it, which was, I mean, my mom didn't take it very well. Like we didn't talk for probably like the first six months. Cause she just, she didn't get it. You know what I mean? She was just like, no, like this is who you are, whatever. And it like, there was, um, just a conversation that was had once where I was like, you know, it was something that triggered her. I said something like, do you think I want to be trans? Like, do you think this is, I don't want to be, I just am, you know what I mean? And I, that was like, it triggered in her. And she was like, wow. Like I, Get it now, you know, like because nobody wants to be, you know, a minority. Nobody wants, you know, to have all these laws <laughs> against. Them. Nobody wants right. that, you know. And I feel like it takes it takes some people to like realize that, like, before they, you know, get it, and they're like, all right. So, but I mean, my the rest of my family was like fine. Everybody's cool. Like my dad is like, because I like it was three girls, so my dad's like, I finally have a son. Like you know whatever. Like, so he was all he was also yeah. So everybody else is cool. That. So. Yeah, my mom, so she's, were, she's come around, so.
0: That's good. Were you dating at the time when you were going through that transition in the beginning?
1: I was. I was. Um, not the girl that I'm with now, but I was with somebody. And weird story, though, is the girl that I was with, her ex before me, because we were together for like five years at the time that I came out, So, um, but before me, she was with somebody who like came out as trans during their relationship too so like she kind of had like I don't know experience I guess you could say with it Um, but so it made it easy you know to come out like in that and she was supportive you know like it wasn't I feel like it definitely affected our relationship in ways that you don't like like she was a lesbian you know what I mean and she had pride in that too which is like fine and like people wouldn't see us as that, like, eventually, you know, when I started passing and stuff and, like, which I hate that that's even a thing anyways. But um I feel like that, like, hurt her pride, you know, like, who she was, like, and which is fine, which I get, you know what I mean? Like, I can't, I have no ill feelings towards that because, like, I understand that completely, which, I mean, it sucks, but it just, like, if you accept me for who I am, like, I can't be mad at you for wanting to be who, you know what I mean? Like, so... Yeah, so definitely. I mean, but she supported me, you know, so it wasn't like anything about my transition, like as to why we ended or anything like that. Hmm.
2: You bring up some good, like some things that are just like hitting me as far as, um you know, for me coming out non binary, it's not like super fresh, but it's more public fresh, right? So it was like, yeah, I was right. going through it during, you know, 2020 until currently. And, Right. The more people in my family, and not just, like, intermediate, but, like, uh, aunts or, you know, different people, uh, they tend to say, like, I'm trying to be a boy, or I'm a man in the relationship, and they and they really don't understand um, non-binary. Or just recently, I made a post about, like, wanting to start to try to wear a binder, and I've mm-hmm. been... Yeah, I commented on that. Yeah, yeah. So, I've been... Yeah. um. <laughs> and I've been going back and forth, whether or not like top surgery would be an option for me. And I think Mm -hmm. people get in their head that I instantly am looking to transition. And, and right away there was, um, you know, individual comments or messages that came through about possibly transitioning and not that I'm like, Oh my God, no, that's not me. But like for me right now Mm -hmm. on my journey, like I don't, I don't have that feeling where I, I'm strongly like, I want to be a man. I want to be a boy. I want to be identified. I, I personally um, don't feel one way or the other. And I don't like to look one way or the other. I think I like, I feel so comfortable when I look masculine. And so Mm -hmm. there are times where I don't know if it's like, you know, gender dysphoria or body dysphoria, but like when I'm looking at myself in the mirror sometimes and I see my breast, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like me anymore. And I feel like it served its purpose because I have three kids and I breastfed and it served its purpose and it was great. But like, I don't feel like that makes me who I am today. And so I'm just wondering, like some of the thoughts that I have going on is like Ember and I started having conversations about You know, uh, I I sent her a video of somebody with who got a um, top surgery done and it was a couple days later and she was like, can I ask you something? You know, is that is that something you've been thinking about or, you know, do you have interest in that? And I was like, well, yeah, actually, I do. And I just wasn't having the conversation up front with her because it's like it's so brand new to me where I'm just like, yeah, TikTok makes so many things. It's like, people think like, it's this big trend to have all this happening. And I keep saying like, no, it's just, there's visibility now. We didn't have, I didn't have any kind of representation growing up. It wasn't even a thing. And so now that I can see how people are having the surgery, how they recover, what the process is and how they come to terms to want to have the surgery. Um, I'm interested in it and I want to know more about it. And so I'm, but one thing that sticks out is like, you know, I was like, um, is it going to damage my skin wearing a binder? And do I know if I want to completely um, have top surgery yet? Or do I just want to look um, flatter, you know, at, at different times or whatever? And I guess my mm-hmm. question for you is, how did you know, like, you were ready to take that leap without turning back?
1: As far as, like...
2: Well, I guess... All- also, like,
0: did you go through a period of time where, like, you wore a binder first? You experimented with it. I think is. Oh yeah. And like, how long did you go yeah. through that middle period where until you were like, "No, I'm ready." Um. Well, because I mean, it's it's
1: a surgery, and surgeries in themselves are nerve wracking, scary. You know I mean? So that <laughs> yeah, just to think about that, you know, is is scary. But so I went. Um. I myself, like, I would have wanted top surgery like the day I came out because I, I never liked my chest just like I, I always had a small chest anyways but like I just I never liked it you know I never wanted to wear like a bathing suit top like I never liked it so but when it was like as soon as I put on a binder for the first time because I try you know I would wear sports bras and stuff before but as soon as I put on a binder and then I put a shirt on and like saw my flat chest I was like this is it. Like I, I think I got teary eyed, like my, my first binder, which I mean, a lot of people do, you know, I was just like, Oh my god, like this is this is it, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: Um then I started I wore binders and I also used um tape, like um trans tape or whatever. KT tape is kinda like the same thing. But um yeah, it all I mean it all depends. But yeah, no, it was it was kind of instant for me where I was like, This is what I want, you know what I mean? But I did I waited my top surgery is actually, I'm coming up on a year since I had top surgery. So I was like, it was like two years into my transition. that I Did had
2: you just it. start like researching and like finding out like what that? Oh yeah. I did a lot of, I did a lot of research.
1: Like, um, I was very picky. So I lived in Wisconsin at the time and I ha- ended up having my surgery in Nashville because I did like all this research, like all these surgeries all over the, cause like, it's my body. Like I'm going to be picky about it. If I'm going to pay all this money like, I'm going to be real picky about what I want my results to look like. And you know, like I wanted nipple grafts and everything. And so um one of my buddies actually got surgery done at uh, Vanderbilt in Nashville. And um I met him on TikTok and stuff, but he went there and like, I talked to him and he was telling me about the doctors and stuff. So that's, what that's where I ended up going. So it was like a nine hour drive just for my surgery. So I did a, a lot of research. Like I was being real picky about it.
2: As you should. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's what I tell everybody. Like I tell everybody, like, don't just, you know, just, just because your insurance is going to cover it here. Like keep doing your research, like keep doing it. Like, don't just settle for, I mean, like I'm not saying that people have like bad results except whatever, you know what I mean? But um, just for me, mm-hmm. you know, myself.
2: Well, there's, I've just noticed just different things that I see come through on TikTok where it's like there was one um surgeon that recommend recommended Doing the top surgery without a drain tube, and she said, "Like you about
1: the um in the she's in Miami, she's got yes, like an accent,
2: yes, yeah,
1: yeah." I've, I that was like one of the ones I would have went to is her.
2: Yeah, so it's like I see things and I I do pay attention and I do I do look and like I said I I don't feel I don't feel like I'm looking um to transition um I I yeah. don't know what my my journey has in store for me but the more I get comfortable coming out and leaning into my masculine side more and understanding what that means for me you're gonna
1: continue to like just learn so much about yourself just because like being that was like that's something that a lot of like trans people like you just learn so much about yourself because you're more open not only with other people but with yourself because like you're coming out to yourself and you know you're living your truth and it just like Things just happen. Things just open up, and you just like realize so much about yourself. And so, and like, your journey is forever. You know what I mean? Like, you have so long, so like, there's no reason to like rush anything. You know, like, try on a binder, try on, you know what I mean? Do whatever, try and see what what feels right. You know, for you, that's what I would say. Just try it out because you'll never know. So,
0: I have a question. Since your surgery, have you ever had like even just a moment where you were like, I regret that? no i haven't no. no never no i
1: love it i I literally like always have my shirt off like as much as i can like at home like i never have a shirt on at home like i, 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 I literally <laughs> i love it like there's never been a moment, there's never been a moment like that for me i'm sure there has for people you know what i mean and um and i'm sure for people who have had kids and stuff like maybe it affects them like that's what i've always thought of too like maybe it's like i don't know like some type of you know attachment or something I don't know but no not for me I never I literally since the day I got it I've like I cried so hard like (laughs) like when I seen it for the first time like I cried like a little baby Mm. like man but yeah
2: yeah I feel like um before I was out um I was just like really trained to think that I had to look a certain way to to be considered attractive And I'm also very small chested and like growing up, it was like, you were just like in this, you people like rated you or classified you as like, Oh, you're, you know, itty bitty titty club. Right. And, and (laughs) Oh, okay. I was fine with that. But I also felt, um, uh, not as superior or whatever. And so I thought that wearing, Padded bras, push-up bras, um, making myself look like I was, you know, a little bit bigger or had cleavage. At the time when I was living a straight life, I felt like that was um, something that mattered to me. And it really wasn't – especially with going to the beach and wearing a bikini and always, like, fixing it and, like like, pulling – pulling my titty out to the, like, to the, to as much as I could to show <laughs> well, that I, to, listen, I know to, exactly to show that I, talking. to show that I had something, right? Like I'm a fucking grown yeah. ass woman. I got <laughs> something. And, and then it wasn't until I got, um, my first humankind, uh, suit and I put that sports bra type top on and it kind of flattened me down and it no, it no longer like there was no cleavage. Right. It and I had the trunks and for the first time I went out in public like that. And I just, I had no more, there was no more worry anymore of like, I have to look a certain way for someone else. And that was a big, that was a big moment for me because I was like, starting to realize and peel back and and think through like all of the things that I was doing for other people, all of the ways I was altering the way I, and and maybe I even do it now more so like in my, in my masculine side where, you know, I want to take up as much space as I can. I sit with my legs wider apart. I have a, a certain walk or movement and I've always really had that, but I would train myself the opposite way to be more ladylike or to be more present, to be, you know, sit pretty, right. Be more presentable for a man and, um, and look that uh, and play that part. And I think once I was able to, um, come out and say, that's not who I am. And like, you know, whether my chest is showing or not, like I, I that doesn't equate me to, to being any more of, you know, anything.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's so much unlearning that has to be done. You know what I mean? Just because of how society has taught us, you know, told us what people are and who people are and who they're supposed to be. And I mean, I feel like that continues to happen. You know what I mean? Like I still, like I unlearn like toxic masculine things that I've seen from men, like throughout my life, just like, you can't sit with your legs crossed and you can't, you know what I mean? Just like stupid stuff like that. Where like, I am trying to unlearn that because like who I'm with right now, like she has two kids. So like, and they're four and six. So they're like learning so much right now and they're little boys. And I want them to know, like they see my scars and stuff. They don't necessarily know that I'm trans. Like I, don't, they, you know, not yet. We haven't had that conversation yet. You know, it's been, it's been a year. Like I've known them for a year now, but, um, I want them to like know you know what I mean that different people exist and like that you can like like pink and purple that was just a conversation I had with them the other day like it's okay like I like pink and purple like you can too you know like you can like Barbies it doesn't matter like it's just every stuff like that like you just continue to unlearn all these things that like society has told you forever and like I mean, and that's, I mean, it's okay, like, and that's what, like, some people have such such a hard time, like, learning new things, and, like, accepting new things, because they didn't know that back when I was born in 85, you know what I mean, like, but it's okay to learn new things, and, like, it's okay to be open to new things, and, like, that's just, I mean, that's, like, the beauty, in I feel like coming out and, like, being who you are is, like, just opening yourself up just to learning because like you have to you know what I mean like you want people like I wanted to learn everything so I could like teach and I mean it's not my job to teach people you know what I mean but I wanted to you know I want to be like someone who people can go to and like it's just I don't know like because I like I said I was from a small town so I was like you know, I probably back in the day would have been like an all lives matter person, you know what I mean? But like, I'm not, you know, things you learn, you open up and you learn new things. And it's just like, I don't know.
2: Yeah. I feel like I'm going through that with, with my son, like teaching him like uh non-binary, you know,
0: I was just about to talk about your family too, though. And like how I think sometimes the other people that are incapable of unlearning or learning new things actually hold certain people back from being able to say what they want to say. like like the situation that Kirby is in right now, freshly coming out as non-binary and now having the first like big family gathering and knowing that there are certain people there that haven't allowed themselves to to learn and, and maybe even unlearn or whatever. Um, which makes me want to ask you, like I know you've been, in the process and have been transitioned for a while but like in the beginning when you were first opening up to like family and friends and such how did you deal with people not accepting it or people still addressing you as like a girl or she or like maybe just like making you feel Um, like like you weren't able to really step into it
1: honestly like I am terrible with like people that knew me like for instance, like my parents have lived in the same house forever and their neighbor like knew me as like a little girl, you know what I mean? And I still, and I've gone over my parents' house plenty of times since like transitioning and I still like have, haven't talked to her. Like she's come over and I'll like go inside and like hide because I don't want to like deal with it. You know what I mean? But when it comes like people that you like can't hide from, it's just like when they don't, I feel like when somebody doesn't accept you, like, yeah, it hurts your feelings, but it's like, you know that like I'm, you're too good for them anyways. You know what I mean? Like if you don't accept me, then like you are not a person that I want in my life anyways. Like I'm too good for that. Like if you're not, you know, if you're not a good person, like good enough, like, especially family, you know what I mean? Like if your family is like not accepting, I just don't, I don't, and like I said, I got lucky with my family. So there's just been, there's been a few people, you know, aunts and uncles and stuff that like, don't accept me, but I just, I never really seen them as much anyways. And I probably wouldn't put myself in a position to ever see them again. If I, you know what I mean? If I don't have to, but um, I mean, it just, it just tells more of like other people. And I mean, I can't say I've had an experience where I've been like face to face with somebody that's like, no you're still a girl you know what I mean I've never I've never had that so I don't know how I would react I'd probably I don't know just walk away because I'm not a confrontational person you know what I mean but (laughs) but I mean like I've I've never been to like a wedding like you're doing like I've never had to go to like a big family function where I'm gonna see like a lot of family because I feel like that like it's probably overwhelming like I would be overwhelmed because like I
2: I think it's going it's it's not that my family doesn't accept me um but I I don't think the majority of them are educated, especially when it comes to, um, to non-binary and yeah. someone saying they them. And for the longest time, I I had she they, and I kept that on to keep people comfortable and to make sure nobody nobody felt like awkward messing something up until I was ready to like no longer identify as she, uh she her. But so like for me, I I think it's just um you know people in my past. I've, I've gone by the name Kirby since 2007. So, um, but there's so many people from my past and my family and my childhood and who I grew up with and and they still call me by my birth name. And and so it's just like, I I don't understand why it's so hard for someone to, to just listen when you say like, this is who I am. This is what makes me feel better. Or or this is what's keeping me alive. This is who I am. Like, you have to accept this. You would
1: think that that's all you would need to say, you know, like, honestly, like, this is what I want, you know, when like people would be like, okay, you know, but yeah, I don't, it's just, it's so difficult. Like when people just refuse to understand, you know, but I mean, if they, if they respect you and they, you know, then they'll try, you know, and that's, I mean, that's something like my mom um had a hard time you know with my pronouns and stuff for a while and it's just it's something like I had to and my sisters helped too and like my dad even like you like we would just correct her you know you just have to and that, and it's annoying you know it gets irritating and it's just like but if they want to learn then they you know then they will so it's just like all about correcting like I mean like Ember even you like stepping in you know being like they you know like just stuff and
2: I was gonna say do you think that's rude?
1: No I don't think it's I think it makes it 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 makes it like I don't want to say like more serious but it's like because you have somebody backing you up then they're like oh shit like okay you know what I mean I feel like it makes people take it more serious where it's like it's not just you it's other people like they see other people respecting it so you know what I mean I feel like that helps because that I appreciated it like a lot when people would do that for me so I would say I
0: told you babe I was just telling Kirby the other night yeah I mean as long as like
1: yeah as long as Kirby's okay with it you know like if you're okay with that then yeah I would say do it I mean you don't have to be like mean about it i mean unless you have to be you know what i mean like just (laughs) no
2: and i'm like i'm so i'm on i don't (laughs) like confrontation either and i just i just go with the flow Mm -hmm. but it is hard for me especially at work like i work in a corporate environment and i've i've addressed it like with um like teammates and 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 large groups that like hey i'm not non-binary my email signatures they them theirs like I'm very open and upfront. I've worn the button to like big meetings that say like my name and then they, them. And I still have yet to have people still refer to me as she, her, all the way, even in an email, like typing it. And it's like, you literally had to think through this. You could have deleted it and wrote the right thing, but you didn't. And it, like the longer it goes on, the more I'm like, come on, guys, catch up. Like I, I can only I can only be so chill for so long until I finally start to say, like, uh, get it right. At some point, just like make an effort and, and get yeah. it right. What is your relationship now when you're in public and you're recognized more as a straight couple, like a man and a woman? What is that like for you? Um
1: I mean, it's definitely different because, like, before, like, when it was, you know, two girls, like, dudes would, like, move out of the way and they would, you know what I mean, like, be more friendly. So, like, not it's you, like, navigating the world as a man is definitely different, you know what I mean? Like, dudes don't care, you know, if they're standing in your way, they don't care, you know what I mean? Like, they'll get out of the way for my girlfriend, but I still got to walk around, you know what I mean? Where it's just, like, little stuff like that where I'm, like, they really, like, treat, people different like it's and it's I mean I never
0: would have thought it's about just that. little
1: stuff like that where yeah it's it honestly you it's stuff that you don't think about where it's like wow like you could have moved yeah. bro, you know like I know you would have moved you know and it's like stuff like that where I, it's like situations that I've been in and it's like you know it's just like little stuff like that where it's and like men's bathrooms are fucking terrible yeah like, <laughs> like what's the, what worst.
2: like what is that like <laughs> like do you just it's
1: awful like it's seriously terrible and it's so. I actually just told my girlfriend the other day we were um, on a road trip coming back from Wisconsin, and a lot of times in men's bathrooms there's one stall and like two or three like urinals. Well, there was someone like in the stall, and I could tell he was like blowing it up, so I wasn't trying to like wait. So instead of just like walking back out because there was a guy at one of the urinals, I like pretended to go up to the urinal and like use it. You know what I mean? Just because like I mean they're not looking, so he can't see, you know. But it's like it's stuff like that internally where i'm like i can't walk in and walk out because then he'll know you know what i mean where like he probably wouldn't like nobody's gonna know but it's like stuff like that where it's like you know what do i do in this situation like real quick i'm just gonna unzip my zipper and pretend i'm being i
2: would get one of those things like i've seen them for like camping trips or whatever where it's like some like yeah they they have
1: they have like um they're called stps like stand to pee devices where they actually like look real and stuff but like I don't know the whole like cleanliness part of it like weird yeah me. Well, I can't like I can't do this hmm. so I mean like usually you just have to sit down on like the nasty ass toilets and like all the men's bathrooms which I mean I have like know the good gas stations and stuff that like if I have to go like that I'll stop at and like ones that I won't so
2: so this might I, and you don't have to answer this if this is uncomfortable but is um is bottom surgery, like, an option for you or, like, a thought? I mean, it,
1: I mean, it is, it's, but, I mean, not, it's not something that I'm, like, really worried about, like, right now, just because, like, the only reason I would want it is to, like, stand to pee, you know, that's, like, would be the biggest thing, obviously, like, other things, too, but, like, that would be, like, the biggest thing, but, um, but to get it, like, and I would have to get like a skin graft off my arm and like my arms are both tatted. So like, it would be, it would be tatted. And like my legs too, like where my leg, like the skin graft would be on my legs. But I mean, I mean, it would be pretty cool. It (laughs) would be like one of a kind for sure. But I mean, it's not necessarily something that I'm like, (laughs) it wasn't like top surgery for me. Like I don't have as much bottom dysphoria as I had like top dysphoria.
2: So, and then again, this is just me not knowing, like, do you have to do, do like if you stop T, you kinda of revert back. So you continuously always have to to be on T, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, once yeah, once a week I give myself a shot. Which you or hate, right?
0: You don't like doing it to yourself. Is yeah. that what I picked up in your videos?
1: No, I yeah, no, I don't. I mean, like some some days are easier than others, but there's some days where I like I'll just get so much anxiety where I like shake and I'm like, that's when I'll just have my girlfriend do it. Like,
0: Isn't it funny that we can go in and get like hours worth of tattoos and be like, Oh yeah. Comple- but then so you give me though. like this tiny little needle and you're like, fuck that. And it is, it is
1: a very small needle too. Mm-hmm. Like I can't, you don't even really feel it. Like, Cause I do it. Um, it's called subcutaneous where it's in like your fat um, where some people do it like in their muscles, which like I am, I would like, I don't understand why people would, choose that because my doctor gave me the choice like if I want to do that or but it's like the same like it's not one's better than the other works faster than the other or anything so um so yeah my needle's tiny and it just goes like I just do it right on my stomach and like you can't even feel it but
0: that's nice that your girlfriend does it for you
1: yeah she I mean and she likes it you know I mean it makes her I mean she is important but it makes her feel like important she's like oh you need me to do it you know it's like Like part of it yeah Yeah, so she and she's like completely fine with it. So
0: speaking of your girlfriend, when you guys, because you guys have been dating for what, like a little over a year at this point, or Mm -hmm. so you had already transitioned. Was that like a immediate conversation with her, or was she actually we like know me first
1: became mutuals on TikTok? Actually, is how like we found each other, and then um, she messaged me on Instagram, and so like she knew, you know what I mean, like she knew the situation. She had never been. Because she had been, she was like married to a man for like 10 years, had her two kids. And then um, they got a divorce and she was with a girl. So she like, she was like bisexual, whatever, you know what I mean? Whatever um, she labeled herself as then. But I mean, I tell, because she always like, she leans towards, she's like, if I wasn't with you, like I would probably never date another guy, you know, like she likes women, you know? And uh, so like, I don't care. I'm not one of those guys where I'm like. You can't say you're a lesbian if you're with me. You know what I mean? Because, which I understand why there's trans men that feel that way. You know that you know you can't say that because it like invalidates their identity. But I just like I don't care that much about labels for it, to let it you know bother me like like it bothers other people. So I mean, she can say she's a lesbian. She can say she's bi, pan, whatever. You know, I don't. It doesn't bother me. But yeah. So I mean, it was definitely coming. to human. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it was definitely like a conversation because I'd like asked, you know, have you ever been with somebody trans? Like, either way, you know, and she hadn't, but I mean, it wasn't, you know, and I'm just a person and that's how she looked at me. So, so it wasn't like a huge conversation or anything.
2: That's interesting because, like, when I was first dating my ex, Tommy, um, I told him right up front, like, he- you are the last man that I will ever be with. And I wasn't saying that in a way of like, till death do us part, we're married forever, forever, forever. I was saying like, Like I don't like literally (laughs) like I have no interest. I don't I don't. And and I think um, while we were in our relationship, getting closer to me coming out, I mean, he saw it you know, from the beginning all the way through, like it was, it was not a surprise to him. Maybe, maybe a shocker in the end, how it all turned out. But I think, um, you know, I was very open with him as far as like, I'm sorry. Like I don't like Dick. Like, (laughs) and I, I just, you know, and I wasn't trying to be mean and I wasn't like ever disgusted. And I still, we were still had our intimate moments together, but it wasn't like, a woman who like really likes dick. Like right. there's a difference. There's a big <laughs> difference in that. And I think that, um, obviously that was one sign for me that, um, that, uh, I was just not, I I can't, I can't, I can't fake it anymore. Yeah. I can't pretend to be that person. And it's sad to think that, you know, the confusion and the, uh, the, the amount of unlearning that you have to do and you have to fight it and be okay. And I can, I can think back to so many scenarios where I'm like, how did I not know? How did I not know I was, was queer or gay or lesbian or whatever, whatever label you want to put on me? Like, how did I not know that? And how did I not, why did it take me so long to, to be able to say I was non-binary? But then like you think back and you're like, non-binary has not even been a thing for that long.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's something I like, I'm not even that educated on like for how long people have identified as non you know what I mean? Like I, that's, I mean, it's under the trans umbrella, but it's not something that I know, you know, a lot about. I respect, you know, I, I respect everybody. So it's not, you know, it's never an issue. Um, But, but yeah, no, I look at, I look back at things um like before I came out to people and I like, would think to myself like is it worth it like is it worth all this work that I'm gonna have to put into myself and like patience that I'm gonna have to give other people and all these things like is it worth it when I was already almost 30 you know what I mean so I'm like is it you know and I mean it is it always ends up like it is worth it because like I'm so much happier but like I feel like that's thoughts like that goes through most I would say most people's mind like going through this is that you know, you question it. You question it because it's new, you know what I mean? You question everything, but, but it's worth it. It's worth it because, like, just the happiness that comes along with it, you know what I mean? Like, you don't even realize how happy you could be. Like, that's how, you know what I mean? Like, I never realized, like, I thought I was happy, you know, but when you are true to yourself and open with yourself, then you realize, you know, that's really what it is. That's what being happy is, is being happy with yourself.
2: Like, what kind of advice would you give anybody who is looking to start their journey of transitioning?
1: Um, I mean, just that. Just be honest with yourself. You know, be honest. I would say just have – it's nice to have, like, close people that you can, like, trust and lean on and talk to, you know. Especially a therapist, obviously. Like, that's um, – the number one thing i would say is therapy like it helped me so much like i'm like a very big advocate for it is um just not because anything's wrong with you that i feel like that's something that people like a negative thing they think about is therapy is something's wrong with you so you have to go to therapy but like nothing's wrong with you it's just helps you know but i'm just just be honest with yourself be honest with people and just um that's it just be be open you know and just be careful obviously like i always say you know for the younger people make sure that you're like in a safe environment you know to come out before you know anything but yeah just love yourself and everything comes easy after
2: that i feel like like that's one common thing that i've noticed people say that either ember or myself just like the level of confidence and the amount of love and happiness that we are that that people pick up on and, uh, somebody was like using the term in one of my lives the other day, like, wow, you you're like reborn, like you're like a reborn person. And they see me coming to life. And they're like, ever since you cut your hair, you have yeah. like this di- different level of confidence and, um, you know, it feels really good. And, and the, the more I can step back and let go of what everybody's perception was for me and just, and and just be okay with the fact that like. I guess you guys just didn't know. You didn't know. I didn't know. But now this is me and this is how I'm going to move forward in order to stay alive and love myself and um, live the type of life that fits me. And it, there's no more this this idea of how someone should be. Um, because everybody's everybody's different.
1: Yeah, and it's beautiful to like watch that, you know. Because I've I've like watched your journey a little bit on the sidelines, you know, from TikTok. You know, like we've never actually like talked, but I've watched it, and I've watched a lot of people's, you know, j- especially from TikTok. And it's beautiful to see people like step into themselves and really like grab it and just like, I don't know, it's just a beautiful thing.
0: I think it speaks volumes when you can even see it through the screen too.
1: And that's like that's the cool thing about tiktok about things like that is like people see that you know people are gonna see you and you know they're gonna realize like it's okay that's i mean going back to the beginning like that's why i do it is because i don't want people to think it's taboo you know we're just people just like everybody else
0: i think for me personally it's really fun to learn all of this new stuff like a year ago i had no education on anything Trans related, non-binary related, none of it. Like I had never spoken to anybody in that community. Really? I, and I feel like in the last six months I have learned so much and it doesn't yeah. even necessarily affect me personally. Cause I don't feel any of those feelings, but like it's really cool to feel like I'm just like learning every single day, all of these new things. And
1: that's, that's what Heather, my girlfriend, that's what she says too, because she didn't really know anything either, you know? And it's, I mean, and it's people like you that like, we need more of like people like you too, where it's like, we just need people to be okay with learning new things and being open to new things. And, You know, it makes life for everybody. I mean, I'm a prime
0: example that it doesn't matter how you were raised. I mean, I was raised super religious to where I was taught that all that was like, you're going to hell and it's not right. You know what I mean? And so like being 31 and being at a place where I'm like, I want to learn about it. This is fucking cool. And like, it's nice to know that there's different people existing. It's like outside of this weird little church idea that (laughs) you raised me in. I don't know. I fucking dig it. Yeah.
1: No, and it. May, I mean, it, no, it makes it nice like to like know people like that, like have people like that like in your life and stuff. It just makes it like easier, you know, like forever like no matter how long you're transitioning it's always good to know that there's like people there you know that are in your corner and stuff
0: yeah and
2: then being able to pass it on to our kids too mm-hmm. like heather's kids which is and my yeah, kids, which is, and...
1: which is huge you know when
2: i first started addressing pronouns not even for myself but just in general and i think ember and I, I i don't know if it was you with you ember but i think maybe we had a conversation and you and this is i've heard this from other people too so forgive me if it wasn't you but something to the effect of you know i really don't care about pronouns either way i really don't care and that was in the, like the very very beginning of like us talking and getting to know each other it was like you didn't have a take on it you were just like yeah whatever i don't care and i've had other even like in the in the lesbian community say similar things like ah fucking pronouns like what is that anyways i don't care and i think it's okay to be like yeah i don't care either way but what I love is when somebody just says, I support that. Like I underst I understand that it-, it is important to you. Whether or not they 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 get on board with it, it's just to have somebody constantly say like ah, I don't care about that. That doesn't mean anything to me or whatever. It it feels if somebody that if you don't understand pronouns, if you don't understand somebody's journey, saying you don't care, it it, it doesn't like it doesn't feel well. And to sit there to kind of take it from the other angle and say like, Wow, that's really interesting. And I will, like, how can I support you? And how, and what steps can I take to make you feel more comfortable on this journey? Yeah,
1: yeah. And it, it, yeah. Yeah.
2: It's really and
0: nice. I think a lot of times when the response of I don't care comes from people, it's just a lack of education in them saying, like, that's what I, I don't care say, because yeah. I don't know. So it doesn't affect me. So it's just kind of like, I don't care what you go by or what you address yeah. yourself as because I don't know anything about it. But yeah, I mean, even when you first came out to me as non-binary, which I feel like you were a little bit nervous to do in the very beginning, I told you like, you're going to have to give me some grace. Like I was nervous that I was going to fuck it up over and over and over. And I was never going to get it. But like, I think just like stepping out of your comfort zone or like what you think is normal and like reminding yourself even, I, I mean, I've like sat there and talked to myself about it. Like, all right, Kirby they them I got this <laughs> like it's good you know yeah, and
2: yeah and it, I mess it up I'm I still mess I feel up.
0: like I feel like I'm borderline pro at it now like I don't even it doesn't every once in a while you I'll are. slip up but I don't know it's just cool and I think I want to pass it on to like my children and make sure that they know that like it doesn't it doesn't matter it's not that I like I no longer should I guess say like people shouldn't say they don't care but like you shouldn't care you know like you it, it shouldn't matter to the point of you being like they them cool because it doesn't matter enough to to change what I see or how I see you no
1: it, it is huge like the whole kid thing is like huge like just to open because like where we live now is like an extremely small town and so there's not a lot of diversity at all you know it's a very conservative place and so like having you know teaching the kids about things like different people and stuff like that I feel I mean it's so important and I mean you guys have kids so like you know and it's like that I think is you know another beautiful thing to be able to just like open their eyes to it now you know what I mean so they you know know about things and
0: I don't know well like that video of Jet yesterday and you asking him I just like smiled so big. I was like for a seven year old to be able to acknowledge that, yeah, I don't know, it's just so fucking cool,
2: <clears throat> yeah, i I'm like just working on like updating my kids and and correcting them or just sharing with them like why why I prefer they them and and it's
1: so cool with kids because a lot of times they're just like, okay, you know the kid like they- because they don't have you know what i mean there's no reason for them to not Mm -hmm. believe you or not want to you know what i mean be there for you you know so they're just like all right you know whatever let me go keep you know keep playing whatever you know and so it's it's so much easier with kids like than it is with adults and like
2: well that and like the younger generation is just so fluid that to them i mean my kids are going to school with trans kids they're going to school with non-binary they're going they're they're surrounded um by all all different types of kids. And so they don't like for us, we have to justify it and we have to prove it and like, make sure everybody knows it's okay. And we're still good yeah. people because that's the way like society worked back then. Yeah, but I, I, right. I feel like with this younger generation and how we're raising our children, um, it will be easier. It will get easier. It's hard right now. And it, it does seem like everything is broken and everything is falling apart. And at the end of the day, you're like, what am I fighting for? What am I fighting for? Yeah. But when you think of it with the the fact that we can we can step in and we can help teach our children um, the important things um, on how to treat a human, just right. love all humans.
1: Yeah, no, agree. I agree with that.
2: Yeah, and pave a path that allows for
0: them not to have to fight so hard like we did.
1: Right, right. yeah, exactly. That's why I'd like – I do what I do so, like, they could have it easier, you know what I mean, like, and that's, I mean, that's that's the important thing, you know, like, I mean, it sucks, because, like, some days it sucks to be so open about it, you know, and sometimes it's not safe to be open about it, but, like, that's a risk that I'm willing to take, you know, to make it easier for kids, you know, because it's just, it sucks, you know, like, it sucks being a kid and not knowing you know, who has your back, and it's so it just, it's the world is scary and like, I want to make it less scary for them.
2: Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for just being so open and so transparent. And And yeah, no, thank you guys, you know, sharing your story and your journey. And, you know, I know ours are the, between the three of us, we're all like a little bit in a different category, but our journey is very important and we're all like working towards the same thing here. And so I just think it's great to, to hear it. I would
1: say all, all later in life. Also, I mean, you know like i said i was 30 so yeah can relate on that too for sure but no thank you guys i appreciate you guys having me
2: <laughs> okay you guys well um we love you and until next time until next time meet meet, meet. meet. You and me just get if you'd like to be a guest or join us backstage dm us on instagram at fashion the late lessons you should have subscribed so you don't miss out on that